Hello traders, good morning. Very, very warm welcome to uh, today's early morning trade plan session, session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, apologies, we've been uh, unable to deliver these webinars last couple of days uh, after a, a nice bank holiday weekend. Unfortunately, there was a bit of illness and uh, we're unable to to deliver them as normal but we are back and fully fit yet again so uh, let's get straight into it then good morning those of you joining us live good to have you with us and also if you're joining us via one of our podcasts uh, great to have you on board and hope we can help uh, okay so please take, just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen and broadly be be very mindful of your your, your exposure to these markets at all times okay so just as a quick introduction um all profitable traders, they need to make a series of, of considerations and, uh, and make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. Where do you enter those markets? How, where do you want to exit those markets, preferably for a loss, although that's not always going to be the case? Um, how do you manage risk prior to entry? How much of your capital are you committing to each trade? Um, how do you then manage the trade to a successful outcome? So trade management is very, very different to risk management and trade and psychology, um, how these markets ebb and flow in line with sort of market fundamentals and sentiment. So all of these things converge, they all come together. Um, and um, the, the more experience you get, the longer you've been trading, the, um, the better you become at making these decisions, the, the quicker it is, and, and the faster you can make these decisions as you, as you go. Um, and as you know, we do address all of these considerations live every day. Uh, in our live trade rooms so, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in what we do being disciplined with our capital and of course being patient as well are all important uh, features of trading financial markets so let's start then with a review of potential market moving news it's probably worth just taking a little step back for the last couple of days as well so on monday of course we had um we had a series of bank holidays uh, and, and towards the end of last week as well uh, with the uk etc uh, Boris Johnson survived his uh, his confidence vote. Um, he, he's he's burnt more than nine lives now, but he's still there. So that's uh, that's one thing, I suppose. Uh, from a global market perspective, it's probably sort of a little bit of stability, I guess. Um, the RBA we saw a rate increase. We're expecting, as you can see, we're expecting a twenty-five basis point rate hike, uh, and we saw a fifty basis point rate hike. So actually a little bit more concern from the RBA uh, regarding this inflation story across the, uh, the Australian economy. Uh, yesterday, not a huge amount to, to move markets to any great extent. Um, however, the markets are pretty much uh, leading up to, to today's ECB um, news event. So we're going to have main refinancing rate is expected today to stay at 0%. So we're still in that negative territory zone. And, but there's strong implications that uh, Christine Lagarde in the press conference uh, and the statement are very likely to suggest a, well, what the markets are currently pricing in is a 25 basis point rate hike. Um, so we'll see if, if that, 
if, if the if the ECB are more hawkish than 25 basis point, that, that's likely to be really quite explosive for the euro. Um, we'll probably see some gains across the eurozone. Um, if they're dovish, then if they're perhaps more dovish than that and, and wanting to hold off, then we can probably expect a little bit further downside. So really quite a pivotal day for the eurozone. The first time in probably 11, 11 or so years. Um, so uh, it's an important shift, basically, for the Eurozone and, and the economy. We'll have unemployment claims today as well, and we'll be hearing from the Bank of Canada, Canada's governor as well uh, at 4 p.m. Let's see what this is about. Just anyone trading the, uh, to hold a press conference about the financial system review. Okay. Um, so tomorrow, it's worth pointing out that the, the markets will be really focusing on US inflation numbers. So um, again, we're expecting you know, quite high numbers. We'll see how that fits in with the overall uh, CPI headline rate, which is currently at 8.3. The previous month, it went from 8.5 to 8.3. And now we're looking to see, is that tapering off a little bit more? Um, or is it actually maintaining those high levels are, are actually kicking higher? So again, couple of major events for these markets now today and tomorrow today is the ecb and tomorrow is us inflation so we keep a close eye on those events as well yeah good morning guys uh it's certainly good to be back i uh, hope you're keeping well we'll be switching over to the live trade room now in just a few minutes so we'll um we'll just wrap up our trade plan for the day so let's look at the screen then we'll start with risk as always we we want to to have an understanding of risk sentiment and see where we're at with these markets. Um, so what, what you can see here with, um, if I just zoom out, is the overall direction in these US indice markets is very much lower. Uh, let me just get my pen up on the screen and I'll... Uh, Right, let me do that again. Okay, so what we see in this market, we, we see prices um, over the last few months um, move from top left um, very close to bottom right. We had a little bit of a bounce there um, mid-May, a bounce off the lows, but we failed to, to sort of maintain any any kind of structure to the upside so what we're simply seeing if my pen would reveal itself sorry bear with me a second it's a bit slow this morning i don't know why okay here we go okay so we've got this um this this price action moving to the downside and we've created a low you know all along the way lower highs um lower highs as this market sinks and lower lows all the way down so working in a really consistent manner and then we had this little bounce to the upside and we've created a high at the 4204 um but look what's happened in this period so it's worth taking note because there's a lot of sort of those that are are bending over backwards to be buying the dips and for us that doesn't make too much sense just yet so 
we would be looking to buy the dips above the uh, the 4200 if we're able to break above that level um, I'll potentially look for further selling uh, below roughly the 4100 so what we're doing over the last two weeks are two four six eight ten over the last 12 trading days just over two weeks of trading um, we've pretty much moved sideways in this kind of range bound fashion just slightly over uh, 100 pips isn't it um, however a, a confirmed break below the the 40.95 let's say um, we'd be looking for further selling and our overall bias is still to the downside unless this changes and that 4200 level is a very very important structural failure um, so if we break that to the upside you know we'll have bounced off the lows drifted sideways created a floor and then we've kicked on so from a technical perspective that will be very very important so we're not necessarily buy it buying the dip just yet there's no real reason to all the reasons for these markets selling off still are still intact um, inflation is sky high um, there's still a, a, an energy crisis we had a further gas issue in the us um, which has caused gas prices to um, to move considerably higher again today so energy crisis uh, across the board and the cost of living of course is is uh is getting harder um, and that's creating social and, and uh, political concerns certainly um, so basically we're looking for further downside now we need to see a little bit more out of this market and perhaps tomorrow's CPI's CPI might be the catalyst of that so um, we could certainly look to sell below the 40 Yeah, let's take that uh, that 4090 level and then we can have a stop loss above it. So, in fact, let's have a quick look at the other indices markets first just before we... So, basically, we're looking for rollover price action back to the downside. Similar type of setup. The overall trend is lower. Um, we, we just had a very straightforward uh, pullback from the lows and then we've drifted sideways in this panel. So, a little bit more from the Dow in terms of the NASDAQ um slightly more sideways moving over a period of time but we can zoom in oops sorry that's that's on a much smaller time frame so okay so um on the daily time frame you've got this downward momentum really building and uh, this is what we're looking out for this could be the, the trade of the week um which is fortunate because we we're only just getting to our trading desks for the first time this week now so we're actually at that potential breakout level but there's your sideways moving price action so um probably being being patient right now is probably not a bad idea a lot of relatively sideways moving price action across the indices they're waiting for the next catalyst now and that's probably likely to be the ecb followed by us cpi numbers um let's have a look at good old bitcoin because um it's still a, a very very tough during this period we were looking for a kind of a breakout and we technically saw that but then look what happened to those bitcoin traders so now this this kind of level in here is, is still maintained so i wouldn't be 
celebrating yet if I was trading Bitcoin. Um, if this market, you know, shoots lower, all this does become is is the next high uh, to the downside. So, um, yeah, still a tough place if you're trading Bitcoin. Uh, the momentum is still very much over the bigger time frames to the downside. So you've got all that pressure pushing prices lower. We had a strong move yesterday, which reversed. Let's see what happens today. So there's still um, a lot of retail traders holding up this, this market at this level, refusing to let it go. But how long can they do that for? That's, that's the big question. Central banks can't hold up markets for longer than, um, well, I suppose the one that springs to mind is the, uh, is the, is the Euro peg, uh, which the Swiss National Bank held the Euro dollar, sorry, the, the Euro Swiss uh, at, at 1.2 um, for a good few years. I think it was four years before they could, they couldn't do it any, any longer. Um, so they dropped the peg and then the price dropped, uh, in fact, in the space of about 15 minutes, which is, uh, if you want to have a look at a, a very interesting bit of price action and a bit of a market reaction, um, have a look at that price chart and the dollar Swiss. Uh, I actually know the date because it's in, embedded in my head, the 15th of January. Uh, 2015. So do have a look at that event. It was about 9am. Um, again, the reason why I know that is because uh, I actually popped to the toilet about two minutes to nine. I come back probably two minutes past nine. And I thought the world had ended. <laughs> I didn't know what had happened. Um, everything was tanking. And uh, I, I suppose largely we, we were sort of at the time looking at the dollar Swiss or the euro and the swiss franc and uh all the charts were just uh all over the place so i wondered what happened in a very short space of time um but it actually took another sort of 10 minutes or so to find out that the swiss national bank actually removed the peg in the euro so um interesting uh event for sure so maintaining lows um buyers being you know resilient in terms of buying this market um are very either brave or very stupid. I don't know which 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 it is. Um, I suppose time will tell on these things. Um, okay, so so we can definitely look for some selling across um, the S and P to the downside. The S and P and and I suppose the price. Yeah, let's go with the 14.90 level. We'd be a little bit more comfortable with price below the 4,100. Okay, so elsewhere, US oil, um, you can see what's happened to uh, the price of oil. It's, it's kind of been ballooning. Our, our bias has always been um, to the upside in this trade. You just get these periods of sort of sharp, volatile reversals, but we, you know, we're continuing to make new highs. So no major surprise on that. The, the sort of the initial breakout you know, up here, um, we were getting into and we couldn't maintain the, the very significant pullback in the trade and then drifted sideways for a number of days before you get that accelerated move. So not as easy perhaps as it looks. Uh, we've now made new highs up at these levels, uh, 121. The high from uh what month was that it was march wasn't it um 
126, we're not too far away from that. You know, still very significant concerns on the energy side. Um, we're up at elevated highs, so we need, need to kind of get in on a pullback now at this stage. So here, here's uh, another consolidated market. If I could extend that, look, that even further. Uh, just drifting sideways. With what's going on globally, you'd expect the price of gold to actually kick on to the upside. That's clearly not the case. Um, the yen, we saw a really sizable move again yesterday in the yen. That was pretty much uh, when we posted our trade plan. That's what we were looking at. The problem we got is, is these elevated levels up here at the, uh, the 168.46. So no major surprise to actually see price reverse um at this at this kind of level which is basically what we've seen so um that would have been uh, a viable target if we were sort of trading the markets yesterday but that would have been our trade plan it was getting in above the, the 167 um up to the one 168.50 um and now we're kind of reversing so that little bit of Um, that that strong move to the upside. You see, this market slightly different because we've uh, we've we've already broken uh, the 139 or the 140 level, so we've kicked on to 144, and now a bit of resistance is kicking in uh, across the board. So really, really good move yesterday um, in favour of the uh, the weaker yen. Good solid move yesterday. You can see these markets are slightly different phases. We've, we've now been able to push up these elevated levels, uh, the 134.55, and we've started to see rollover. So we're, we're kind of seeing um, very, very mild risk off market conditions. Um, not, no clarity really across the dollar to any great extent, perhaps the pound dollar might be the, the more significant uh, opportunities um, weakness against the yen um, nothing really against the Swiss in fact uh, a bit of a bit of um, dollar strength actually against the CAD so commodity currencies So, okay, let's take yesterday's low in the pound dollar, uh, the 125.13. So the pound dollar to the downside. We can have a look at this market now shortly. Um, let's see elsewhere the, the euro pound. It's in this little sideways. This is an ascending ascending triangle in here as well. So you've got um, price pressure from below pushing prices higher, doing so on many, many occasions. And uh, looking for that little breakout trade to the upside, but above the 85.91, that would be a slightly better um entry than getting in below all this resistance levels and then we're getting reversal signals across the yen pairs so 
not not ideal when they're when they're in such a, a trending fashion. Um, so it's quite a limited trade plan now today. Um, Okay, so yesterday's trade plan um, is as such. We were looking at indecisive mixed market conditions. That that's that's kind of that's that's the overall sort of market uh, summary. Um, however, our focus was very much on that yen weakness from a trade plan perspective. Um, we didn't actually activate any trades in those markets, but I know a few of you did, which was great. Um, so the dollar yen looking to buy above that 133, the euro yen above the 142, and the pound yen above the 167. So actually some really decent trades um, off the back of those, if you were able to get into them. Um Okay, so today's trade plan then. Kind of mild risk off market conditions. I mean, we're not, what we are seeing is some potential downside for the US indices uh, and we're seeing quite a relatively strong yen, but it's a little bit more of a, a technical bounce rather than uh, actual yen strength or reasons to be buying the yen. So uh, it's a little bit more technical. Um, however, we've got a new trade plan today. So the S&P 500 uh, looking to sell below the 1490 level. And the pound dollar looking to sell below the 125.13. Um, so below the 125.13 level. So that's our trade plan then. So we're looking for, I mean, broadly, broadly we have mild risk off market conditions to deal with, um, but we're looking for the S&P to sell below the 14.90 level and the pound dollar to sell below the 125.13. So just quite selective trades, you know, not, not, too, not too busy today. Certainly um, the ECB at lunchtime will set the cat amongst the pigeons. So we probably will be able to um, reassess what we're looking at uh, this afternoon. So we'll see how these markets play out now this morning. Any questions, feel free to post them. Uh, if not, guys, we'll switch over to our live trade room now. So we'll be actively looking to apply our trade plan uh, fully live and interactive. Um, sorry, I'll, I'll post that actually there for you, Andrew. Apologies into the chat box. 
Um, we're just getting back into the swing of it. So our trade plans there into the chat box so you can take that away with you. Uh, and as you know, we trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. to the European session and again at 12.30 for the U.S. trading session. So um, it'll certainly be very interesting today uh, with uh, the ECB in focus. And then we will we'll be looking to, to, we'll be keeping tomorrow's U.S. CPI at the, you know, at the back of our, our minds um, so hopefully quite an interesting day ahead. So look, from everyone here at the live trade room, thanks for joining us. Do take care. We'll switch over to the live trade rooms now and we'll see you there shortly. Bye for now.